Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Final KC. I'm Zeke Nganga, and I got Abby Hickenbotham. And today we're bringing the leaders from Kansas City, and today we're going to be inspired by two great leaders here today. I got Mayor Quinton Lucas, and I got John Owen in the house today. It's going to be a fantastic show today. How are you doing today, Mr. Quinton? I'm doing great. It's good to be with you. I'm fired up. Ready to go. <laughs> and how are you doing? I'm great. I'm fired up. Let's do it. I'm excited to have you guys here today. I'm really honored to have you guys uh, actually join us today. Uh, but uh, let's get right into it. Let's, let's not waste any time. Um, so, Mayor Q, tell people who is Mayor Q. We know you. Uh, mm. We won't really hear your story because I've heard your story inspires me. Tell well, people. Well, you know, just a few things about me. So yes. I'm born and raised in Kansas City. Okay. Um, I grew up in a family that moved around all the time, but uh, I actually remember it in some humorous ways. We were homeless part of my upbringing, but the reason that it wasn't tough was actually part of that I was in a nursing home, okay. like crashing with my great aunt. And so if you've ever been a 10-year-old in a nursing home, you're very popular <laughs> with all of the uh, senior ladies. Yeah. And so, so, you know, so I remember that, but basically then went on to college in St. Louis, uh, law school in New York State, and then came back to Kansas City to try to start making a difference. Ran for office uh, at 29 for city council, wow. and then uh, decided to try to become mayor. Got elected at uh, 34, and so wow. been at it for seven months. Brought Chiefs Super Bowl already. Yeah, wow. so you know, that's, so I lay claim to all of it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, we want to ask the same question to you. Um, like, who are you, and how did you get to this point in your life? Uh, pretty random a little bit, but I'm, I'm from Kansas City also, born and raised, grew up not too far from here in Northeast Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, went to Holy Cross School over there, Rockers High School, KU, okay. uh, then UMKC for grad school, so kind of spent my whole life here and, and uh, grew up in, in accounting firms and consulting firms yeah. and somehow wound my way up here doing private aviation, so wow. know, can't complain. Wow, yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, that's an awesome job. That's an awesome job. Now, I really want to, because um, this show is all about leadership, it's all about inspiration, and um, with um, your story, Mayor Q, I, uh, I want to ask you specifically about South Africa. Yes. When you went there, how, yeah. what was that like? Loved what was it. that like? Loved it. Loved every moment about South yeah. Africa. So, so I'll give, try not to go too long on the story, but Basically, I started going to the Kansas City Public Library for air conditioning when I was a kid in the summers because, okay. as you know, it's just too hot here. We yeah. didn't have it at home. <laughs> had to get out the house. Yes. And a librarian one day said, you should actually read when you come to the library. So I was just like <laughs> okay. sitting and staring at the Sports Illustrated. For some reason, I'm a nerd in like 1995. I get real into like reading about South Africa, even yeah. as a kid. So then the older I got, the more I was like, I'm going to go there someday. So wow. then in college, I went to Wash U in St. Louis. Um, you know, they, they had a program take yeah. us to Cape Town. Wow. Loved every minute of it. I yeah. mean, so I always like to say South Africa is great because you can do three different things. If you want to study history, get into race relations, all that stuff, you can actually study that. If yeah. you want to just be a bum and go to beaches and not think about anything, you know, other yeah. than that, you got that. Or if you want to go to game parks, reserves, that sort of thing, you know, you have that. But like the yes. culture can't be matched. I yes. mean, they they have their challenges, but it is a beautiful place. I could tell you stories for hours about my time <laughs> in, in South Africa. Africa. Wow. Sounds like a blast. Wow. Like, how long were you there? I was just there a semester. So I did five and a half months there and went up to uh, Namibia, Mozambique. Uh, I learned okay. a little bit of Nkosa. Um, hey. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it was real cool. The funny thing, I was gone so long yeah. that at one point I was listening to the BBC World Service and, like, President Bush II yeah. was still president. Like, he came on, and I'm like, do Americans really sound like that? <laughs> I'm like, man. He's like, Katrina's real bad. And I'm like, darn. Yeah. But anyway, so it was made for a great time. Yeah, wow. 
So, Mr. John Owens, um, just uh, tell people uh, about how did you become the CEO of a private jet company? Because that, that, that's, that's big. That's big time. How yeah, did that even happen? Really I, I'd say a little bit of it is luck being in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Uh, I had CFO background, so initially uh, was helping people search for CFOs. So, okay. so spent about a year or so doing that. And, and Airshare called and said, hey, we need a CFO. And and I was supposed to be the guy helping them find one. Yeah. And I go, you know what? I got your guy right here. So, <laughs> so I, uh, you know, talked to the ownership group and I said, hey, I know you hired me to help you out to find this, but you know, I think my background suits you pretty well. So, came on to be the C CFO, and then uh, about a year and a half later, took over the CEO role. Wow. So, yeah, wow. right place, right time. A lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I wanted to ask really quick: Have either of you guys read the book, The Secret? I have not. I can't say that. Okay, you know a little yeah, bit more so, about it. So basically, The Secret is a book all about energy. Like, the energy you put out is what comes back to you. Okay. More like uh, about you being able to use your mind to get what you want, mm -hmm. right? And I believe that um, every human being, we do that every day, but we don't not consciously, you know, doing it. Mm -hmm. um, but I just want to ask, uh, so being able to have that mindset of putting things out, did you guys think you, I think you kind of mentioned, but you didn't see it coming, but do you have a feeling that you are the one for, you know, where you are today at, at some point in your life? You know, um, no, in some ways. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm, I'm competent and, and can do a good job. And, yeah. and frankly, thought I was strong. I mean, if you ever run for political office, you yeah. are kind of saying, you're like, this city has half a million people. Yeah. And I think I'm the one who can figure out answers, so maybe I do say that. Yeah. But no, look, I'm not, I'm not confused. I mean, I always like to joke that uh, mm -hmm. if I got hit by one of our new KCMO free buses tomorrow, um, then I'm sure there would be someone else who would be a very competent, talented mayor. My bigger thing that I always see my life as is I'm trying to have an impact in wherever I am, like yes. each day. Yes. And I think particularly for young people that's important because yeah. sometimes they try to tell you, oh, just wait, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, no, let me try to do what I can. And then once voters run me out, I'll go figure out some. I'll yeah. call him for a job. So <laughs> I know he, he knows how to do a good search. Right, right here. Connection is right here. Maybe there we go. Uh, there you go. <laughs> So let us know. What do you think? What do you think about you being able to be where you are today? Did yeah. you say this happened? Or? Ten years uh, ago, did you think that you'd be here today? You know, I think growing up, I knew I wanted to be in business. Okay. So where that led me, I didn't know. And, and sometimes it was a pretty straight path. Sometimes it was backwards. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it was sideways. But, you know, I always had a desire to, any, to run or own a business. So, you know, whether I got there, I didn't know. But that was always the end goal. And, you know, luckily after 20 years of graduating, kind of got there, yeah. Yeah. So um, I so I was talking with uh, Mr. Emmett Pierce. I don't know if you yeah, so but yeah, I had him on my show. I think it was uh, sometime in uh, I think it was in February, mm -hmm. and we kind of talked about you having the it factor. You know that <laughs> that you know that uh, thing that when you come out, people kind of like draw it to you. Like I just I don't know what it is, but uh, <laughs> you have that that it factor. What do you? What do you what do you think about the it factor itself? Oh, I, I know you have it. Man. I know when, you have it. When we were coming up, like the people with the it factor were supermodels and yeah. all that sort of stuff. <laughs> like, I, I could never think that I'm quite that level. Um, you know, I think it is. It, it does go back to the energy in that regard. Yeah. You have to have this yeah. excitement and passion for what you're doing, and I think. People can tell if you care or you don't. And so I'll give an example. I'm, I'm a lawyer by training, right? And went to a good law school and all that sort of stuff. But my life's mission was not to sit and write legal briefs all day. It, it's great work. It'll pay you far more than it should. Yeah. I mean, just to write like a nasty email. He knows. He likes to deal with lawyers sometimes. We're, yeah. It's crazy. But it was me recognizing. I'm like, is this what like actually inspires me to have joy, want to engage with people, want to do long days? And I think I found that thing that really allows me to wed some of the background legal knowledge I had with just being out with people. Yes. And so that's what builds an it factor in any one of us, just yeah. something that like that. 
That fires you up. It does. I mean, it absolutely does. You gotta, you gotta like be interested in it. And you yeah. know, even on my toughest day in this job, mm -hmm. which feels like every other day, mm -hmm. um, it is there is still just this interest, right? Exactly. I wake up, I'm yeah. interested in what's happening. I want to challenge it, and I yeah. encourage anybody yeah. to try to find them. Yeah. I wanted to ask a question to both of you, but I want to start with you. Um, have you ever doubted uh, just yourself, um, like go going through this, like? process of getting where you are today and then like how did you deal with that necessarily oh all the time every day <laughs> probably you know it's 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 i think you just get on a path of you know you feel like you know what you're doing and you hope what you're doing and, and the things you don't know you seek advice for and so i mean i think we fail nonstop. but that's mm -hmm. kind of the good things that, that's kind of the good thing about it i think is just learning to kind of persevere through it mm -hmm. and uh and you know, keep going. But I think, I mean, there's no way you're not going to fail doing this stuff. It's, mm -hmm. it's, you're, you're, you're going to hit a road bump somewhere, mm -hmm. and, and as just long as you got the right attitude and the energy behind it, I think, yeah. I think you'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. You guys both strike me as young. I'm, I'm not assuming, <laughs> but uh, you know, if you've ever like. Uh, played a sport or the older you get like ever tried to get back into running yeah. it always hurts when you start right yes. and then you're like yeah I can't do it yeah. and then you know you realize that's not old man me you're just you just want to quit but yeah. you have to keep going and yes. you keep pushing it yeah. and I think that's so many like days in professional life too mm -hmm. literally yeah like every day there's something you doubt yeah. but you you have to remember why you're doing it exactly. and that helps push you through I mean in my campaign a year ago um, on this day to year ago, I was a month out from an election. Mm -hmm. I was sixth place in the polls wow. out of uh, 12. And, uh, you know, there, I remember I had, like, a dinner with this guy from a law firm in Kansas City. I was trying to ask him for money for a donation. Yeah. He was just trying to say, so when you lose, we'll offer you a job. That'll be great. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm not going to lose. Right? You got to, wow. you have to, and then, but you still have that doubt. But it's kind yeah. of overcoming it. That's exactly what so much of life is about with yeah. it. Whether it be professional, whether it be a relationship, yeah. will she really talk to me? Right? I mean, yeah, there are all types of true. steps with it. You know? yeah. That must have been a really fun dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was nice though. I'll give him that. It was a nice dinner. I mean, I want to say I really love hearing that from you, both of you guys, because you guys are successful, and yeah. me being in school, we being in school, and yeah. know that every day we like. I don't even know what I'm doing here. You know, oh. we're and just like, working towards graduation. Yeah, we're just right like now. trying to graduate yeah. right now. And I mean, like, cause when I started this show, I had um, I think uh, my first interview, and she told me that none of us know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, we just kind of <laughs> wake up and do it. Yeah. You know. And like most same days, I'm like, I don't even know if this is gonna work or, or whatnot. But like hearing you guys actually being able to, you know, I think it's uh, fake it till you make it, and being able to <laughs> believe it, even though it sounds corny. But like yeah. you know, I, sometimes it's like that, right? Why you show up and like do stuff. You right. Know? Yeah. But let me tell you this, right? You guys aren't just trying to like hang out till you graduate. Trust me, we we went to college too. Yeah. We yeah. knew those people, yeah. right? <laughs> that may have been me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like those. Heck, I didn't really do that, right? Those people weren't like taking these classes or experiences in the evening, really yeah. trying to talk to people and all of that. So I think sometimes it's about like recognizing what you're already doing yeah. and some of the like hard work you're putting in now that's gonna prepare you for incredible experiences beyond that. Mm -hmm. And so I think something that I've learned particularly in politics, so like during this presidential campaign, I've met lots of the candidates and all yeah. of that. Mm -hmm. And you realize they're just people, right? Mm -hmm. They're just like us, right? And yeah. so that's you too. You're not far from anything that we're doing. And in fact, I expect you to exceed both of us. Yeah. I think that's a great point because I know when I was younger, I was always nervous to reach out to people. And you guys come to be like, sure, we'll come. I mean, I think I think that that people that have been around a little while see the benefits of 
of, yes. of helping out and yeah. and being involved and taking people to lunch and coffees. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll yes. take just about any call you, you, that it comes in because I think mm -hmm. I owe it back to all the people that did that for me when I was younger. So I think, yeah. I, I know that you both are incredibly busy human beings, but what do you, I'm curious, what do you guys do in your free time when you have it? I have three little kids, oh, 11, okay. 9, and 6. Go. So it is... I mean, you get off work on Friday. I think Saturday and Sunday are busier than Monday through Friday. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's uh, game after game after game after game, but it's mm. it's a fun break from mm. the from the craziness of the of the Monday through Friday. So yeah, that's that's what I spend most of my time doing. And, and then oddly enough, I used to. This was before I became mayor, but I used to like be into kayaking. Mm. Odd way I fell into it because mm. I can't swim. Um, so that was so you really just fought. I stay, and it's and this is even the crazier part yeah. in New York City. So like I had a friend in yeah, which usually you don't think of going on a kayaking trip in New York City. Like I had a friend there, and then she was like, "Hey, we can like rent kayaks and something." It was more touristy, but then I just started liking it, liking yeah. the experience. You couldn't swim. No, no, and so you just get a good life jacket on and you hope for the best. But um, and and then eventually would just start doing it on the Hudson River, which you yeah. wouldn't think is great for it. But I kind of like that juxtaposition of being like doing something natural, but exactly. so close to giant buildings yeah. and skyscrapers. Yeah. And so I like that. Came back to Missouri and then try to get out and do. I mean, it's great because I'm not on my phone. I'm not getting bothered by anybody. It's just me and floating down a river. Another thing I really want to talk about is you being able to connect with the, the city. Like mm -hmm. you are the most involved mayor. I've seen uh, uh, of like of all time. Like you are at the games, you are at every event. Mm -hmm. How do you manage to run a city and be that that engaged with the city? How do you do that? You know, I think everybody just has a different approach to you know how they how they do mayor. Right? Yeah. You know, the ones that I've known about in my life and adulthood, you know, have all had different ways, and then it's helped me probably my age um, gets gets me to know social media a little exactly. better yes, than some yes, of the others yes. might. Um, and then yeah, comparative youth actually just allows you to like be in all these things, have a level of energy yeah. that's something. But you know what, my predecessor, for example, I think is thirty years older than me, or maybe just a little less. I'm, uh, ever since I've been in this position, because I'm yeah. exhausted at the end of every night, I'm like, how do you do this in your 60s, <laughs> right? I mean, or, and, and frankly, we've had several mayors of that age, and it's, you know, I find that kind of admirable, or even presidential candidates, because all of them are in their 70s, you know, it seems, for yeah. the most yeah. part. Um, you know, how they're able to do that and sustain it each day, you know, yeah. speaking itself takes a lot of energy, as you all know. Yeah. And so yeah. really, it's just, you know, trying to get rest in, having a lot of support. Yes. And that makes a world of difference. I had a quick question about Airshare. So where, um, I know this is a change of topic, but where are you guys flying in? Um, well, uh, we are headquartered here, yeah. but we fly, we operate out of essentially Kansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, Colorado, kind of the upper Midwest, Chicago, Louisville area, and, and Buffalo, New York. So yeah, it's, it's one of those, I've been around 20 years, started in Wichita, Kansas, and wow. slowly grew what it is today. So yeah, we're all over the place. Do you, do you get to fly on private jets? We, we, yeah, we get to use them sometimes. It's, it's, it's not a bad way to go. Can, yeah. can we, can we <laughs> get I to mean, fly? Like, <laughs> I never get asked that. Yeah. <laughs> we could get, get a tour. Yeah. But, uh, we could do it. Yeah, but, yeah we, we do move them uh, in and around Kansas City. Okay. If you ever want to, we could easily put you on there and the and plug, go from right now, from right down right south yeah. to downtown. Yeah, we would love to send our show to the private jet. Yes, we would love to do an idea. Hey, we can do that. Yeah. That's awesome. How about them chiefs? Yeah. How about them How about chiefs? About them? <laughs> That's right. You got to be uh, a mayor. You got to hold the trophy. The yeah. first couple months. You know, I've been in office. How was that for you? Well, basically, I feel like I can retire now. Um, <laughs> you did it all. Um, I'm, 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 
I've done everything I ever dreamed of. And yeah. so now it, it was, you know, it was amazing. And I think more than, you know, my own joy, lifelong Chiefs fan, was uh, seeing the town get to celebrate. Yeah. You know, on the parade morning, yeah. I actually got out there pretty early, about uh, I think six o'clock or so, wow. and was just shaking hands with some people who yeah. I thought I was into the Chiefs. Like they were way yeah. into the Chiefs. Yeah. They were like, we got here last night. I'm like, it is frigid. Yeah. yeah. There's kids out there, but you know, I think it's amazing for our yeah. whole region that we got this. Yes, yes. What do you think about the Chiefs yes. winning the Super Bowl? Uh, I mean, being here all my life, it's long overdue. Yeah. I went yeah. to a lot of games to get there, so <laughs> it's been fun. We got to deal with the Chiefs where yes. we fly them around, we fly Mahomes around, so we get to see kind of the inner workings of, wow. of them kind of getting to where they, they got there. So it's uh, it's neat to see you know that all kind of come together. I, I want to transition of the question of what motivates you guys, and I'll start with you. Oh, gosh. You know, I think uh, I've always said this, that uh, my, my goal in public service mm -hmm. is not so much to just create opportunities for that exceptional, ambitious person, but actually in many ways for the person who's not. When I think about politics too often, uh, I, I or say too often we actually aren't thinking about, what about that kid who, let's say, isn't a motivated student, is in high school, is one of they'll even be able to graduate high school? How do we make sure that there are opportunities for them in our society, in our community? Wow. And I want to expand that, and I think that helps us address things like violent crime. It yeah. addresses things like housing, because we need to give people more hope. Mm. So I think that is a big part of what motivates me each day, and at least what I do. Yeah, and I'd say for me, I, I kind of just enjoy having fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I try to take that attitude to work every yes. day, and whether successful or not, I mean, I think you spend a lot of time working, so mm. you should enjoy it. So we try to just create as fun atmosphere as yes. we can and, and, you know, take the company wherever we, we think it should go to where it becomes more profitable. And you can share in that profitability with, with all the employees and they can share with their families and just, you know, overall, just enjoy yourself. I mean, yes. I, don't, I, I think, you know, sometimes people get way too wrapped up in mm. work mm. and don't step back a little bit and say, you know, let's just kind of enjoy the process yeah. I guess yeah now picking back off of that um because like this show is all about leadership like I said mm -hmm. um, it's all about you know purpose and being able to inspire students to pursue their purpose and find the value in who they are now um talking about I talked about uh being able to focus on your strength do you think is that that's important because I think growing up personally for me we've always been taught to if you can't do math work hard at that thing you can do good at and get it right till you go and do other things but I've seen that most people like Mahomes who are you know said football is good that's what I want to do I want to focus on my strengths. Do you guys think it's important to focus on your strengths mainly or go th go and do the hard things and then feel the hard things out and then do the easy things for later? I mean, I'd say do it all. Because yeah. I, I, sometimes I don't think you know what your strengths are mm. yeah. until you've tried something that you probably don't think you're very good at. Yeah, okay. uh, you know, I'd say when I was younger, I was a pretty introverted, quiet kid. And then you get into, into some of the business development type work and getting out and about and you're like, oh, this ain't so bad. You know? <laughs> so, uh, it's, uh, I, th I think you got to try it all because yeah. I, th I think trying the hard things is what's going to make you better anyway. Yeah. And so if you will just stick to what you're good at, you're going to miss out on a ton of experiences. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. No, I think, I, I, just to follow up, no, I think that's absolutely the case. Yeah. Um, it was the things that were incredibly challenging for mm -hmm. me that anyways helped mold me, let me know kind of how I could grow, where I frankly I needed to improve yeah. on some things. Uh, and sometimes that really helps you build resiliency. Getting your, you know, your butt kicked in a, you know, a collegiate yeah. calculus course is uh, something that really, you know, lets you know, all right, yeah. I need to actually figure out how to study. Yeah. Right? It's not just yeah. coming up with an essay late yeah. at night. I yeah. mean, that's that's yeah. something that helped me. Yeah. 
so I, I wanted to bring up, you said that you were an introvert uh, yeah. growing up. So I know both of you do public speaking, you being a CEO, you being the mayor. Mm -hmm. Did Were you guys just naturally good at, I know maybe, I'm also an introvert slightly, that you had to work on it or were you naturally just a good public speaker and then it came to you like well you know starting with me I um, I started getting uh, opportunities to do public speaking fairly young yeah. um, I was actually you know people always ask was debate your thing and all that I did improv uh, in high school and late middle school and uh, it's odd because I still remember to this day, Belton, Missouri is a town a little south of Kansas yeah. City if you've never been. And uh, I was at an improv tournament in Belton, oh. of all places, which was interesting. And yeah. like all these like 14 year olds were trying to be as creative as possible, cracking the world's worst 1990s jokes. I mean, <laughs> you won't get any necessarily. But you know, got me to be good at coming up with stuff, but frankly actually making succinct points, yeah. right? Public speaking isn't just kind of, are you able to, to stand there and not be nervous yeah. a lot of it is that you have to be kind of impactful judicious with your words yeah, as well yeah. and so that was probably the thing that built me uh, the most in terms of public speaking mm -hmm. and then with you being a CEO well I'd say I was petrified of it early <laughs> on and and the, and the thing that changed me was I think you just kind of got to see yourself do it because I think everybody sits there and thinks they look silly and they yeah. And, they're, and they look like they're nervous and freaking out. And then mm -hmm. you watch yourself do it once. You're like, oh, I, I didn't look that bad. <laughs> so, uh, and that was a master's class. And then so after that, I think I got a lot more comfortable with it. Okay. And then a lot of it's just doing it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, you know what, I'm not quite comfortable with this, but I'll just keep doing it. And then, mm -hmm. and then eventually it just be a little bit becomes second nature, I think. But, yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it goes with the whole kind of deal of trying things you don't like. Because mm -hmm. you may just, you know, find out it's not all that bad. And you may, yeah. may end up liking it. Yeah. Now, um, going into a little bit different subject, because uh, I believe that like, everyone fails. Now, um, sometimes I don't sure. see it as failure because some people think they are they become failure when they fail, but I think it's a process to success. Now, what are times when you failed, and what are people you think who have doubted you so much that you think they were um, they either motivated you or made you feel discouraged in your process of becoming who you are today? And one person who just pushed you a little bit more because they were like. Eh. I don't think you can do it. I don't think you can do it. That made you like, oh, man, I wish that person could be on my boat, you know? Mine's my brother. He's just he's a pain in my butt all the time. Mm -hmm. He's just like, no, nah, you can't do it. And I was like, okay, watch me. So do you guys have that person maybe? I mean, I don't know if I do. I, th yeah. I think there's a little bit of people all over them that are like that. I didn't yeah. have one specific person yeah. growing yeah. up. But I think you're always going to have doubters, mm -hmm. right, whether you can do the job or whether you can mm -hmm. perform or whatever. And I... And I think it's motivating as in, I love proving people wrong. Mm. So I think it's kind of fun to say, oh, you know what? All right, if you don't think I can do this, yeah. well, I'll just, I'll just mm. do it. Um, but yeah. You know, the nature of, of my position is that, yeah, you, you know, yeah. like 40% of the people yeah. are doubters, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, at harder at yeah. least, right? And, you know, you'll, you'll open the paper or pull it up online, really. And, yeah. uh, and you'll be like, wow, okay, well, that's one take. You know, and it does, it, it you know, gives you thicker skin and you just know, again, back to like, all right, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Because yeah, if you spend too much time like focusing on your haters yeah. or your doubters, then it can consume you, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. President Nixon, when he resigned for me to get all old man professor-ish, right, did say something like, yeah. you know, never start to like hate your enemies or else, you know, that hate ends up consuming you, which was completely what doomed him. Yeah. And, um, you know, I try to make sure that I never let that, you know, get me down too much. Wow. Wow. So we're both in our early 20s. And mm -hmm. yeah. um, what's the best advice you think you could give to someone who's just like in college right now, early 20s? I mean, 
<laughs> Enjoy college, first of all. Yeah. Yeah, don't try to get out too quick. Uh, but I mean, I'd say try whatever you want to try. I mean, I, I still, of, of all the things that I've done, different things that I've done, there's still things I wish I would have still tried. So I, th- I think you just, just, just go with it. You know what I mean? And just go with your gut a little bit and, and, and navigate your way through it because you, you both will be successful. Mm-hmm. You can tell, by the way, yeah, you, you kind of carry you. yourselves that mm-hmm. I, w- I wouldn't worry too much about it and just go out there, have fun, and try different things. So, you know, I, I'm going to go full circle because you asked me about South Africa at the very okay. beginning. Yeah. And I remember that I was probably, I had a month left in South Africa, and I was basically out of money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I remember that I had... Um, my sister, my broke sister, now has six kids. She already had two then. She sent me like a hundred bucks and said, "Go on that trip." We were taking a, a trip up to actually Zimbabwe, mm. and um, and so she said, "You know, sorry, Mozambique." And she said, "No, make sure you go to Mozambique, yeah. spend whatever it is, go into debt, get the experience. So don't go into too much debt." Yeah. But. I was so thankful that I did that. Uh, and, you know, it gave me this exposure. I haven't been back, yeah. but it just, like, was that. So really, yeah, take advantage of the opportunities that you may have. Mm-hmm. Go experience something different you don't know about mm-hmm. and get to Mozambique someday. It's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. And I'd say I did a similar deal. So when I went in and got my master's degree, yeah. I went in and got some public aid. And they uh, there's some financial aid. And they said, mm-hmm. well, you know, I needed like $2,500 to pay for my class. And I went in with my FAFSA report. And yeah. I said, they're like, well, they're like, well, how much, how much do you need? I'm like, how much can I get? They're like, <laughs> they're like well, $8,500. I'm like, I'll take $8,500. <laughs> Learned a lot of lessons with that $8,500. And that was during the stock market, pumped oh, it all in there, lost yeah. it all. Like, went home, saw my dad, and he's just like, what did you just do? I'm like, well, I guess I learned a lesson <laughs> real early. But, you know, you got to, you got to. Yeah, figure it out. And remember, life is long, right? I mean, never, never fixate too much on one thing. I, I, sometimes I think back to college and the things that like freaked me out then, or, or haven't been high school, or just ten years ago as an adult. And I realized, man, I've really sweated that a lot. So just know that there's, you know, there's always another day. There's always another chance and opportunity, no matter how tough things seem at the time. So with both of you being incredibly successful in both of your fields, like. Um, we had a panel this last week uh, yes. with a bunch of entre- um, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs from Kansas City. Yes. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions we asked them was, what is their like, key to networking with people? And like, how do you become that people person? Either of you, yeah, I can see. You know, I, I think you got to find real interest in the person. It's why I actually like an interview like this, and we're getting to meet each other now, too. I mean, it's it never work too hard at just being like, oh, I, I'm meeting the CEO, I need his card, I need his connection, all that. Like, actually, try to like, talk to people as humans. Yeah. I mean, there is, because if you like somebody, if you actually enjoy the interaction, that makes you remember them, that makes you really want to, like, kind yeah. of invest in what they're doing and answer their call later. Yeah. Whereas if it's just like, oh, yeah, I met this guy, what does he want, all of that, that's something yeah. different. Yeah. So I would see, say no matter where you are really try to build that connection maybe don't spend your time at the networking fair trying to talk to 20 people mm-hmm. have five great conversations and i think that makes a world of difference i agree i think i think a lot of it is just getting out and doing it mm-hmm. um and, and so when i because i was kind of a accounting firm consulting guy for a long time and then got into the business development role so you, you had to get out mm-hmm. and so kansas city is a great town to do it first of all because i think 
everybody's willing to introduce you to a lot of people. Yeah. So you, you kind of just slowly connect the dots. Mm -hmm. And and I think if you go in there with the right intentions, I, 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 there's, there's not a lot of people because you realize that athletes or successful business people or mayors, yes. they're just people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they're no different than, than anybody else. And so you realize that everybody's really on the same playing field as far as, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just having conversations. So just do it. Making yeah. that human connection, yeah, essentially. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and Kansas City also is just like a really friendly town, I'd right. say, in every interaction I've right. had. But, um, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I want to ask you, uh, so what is one person, or you say that would motivated you to come to where you are, that inspired you to say, I could do that, or I can take a step and go into this direction? What is one person, you can, well, maybe two people or three people, that has inspired you through your journey of being where you are today? You know, sometimes... Um, Examples are important, uh, and you know I never, particularly when we talk about politics, I never discount what an example of, of someone who's breaking a barrier can mean. For me, that actually was Emanuel Cleaver, who's our congressman now, but who was mayor of Kansas City in the 1990s. And so I was a kid, he was our first black mayor, and I'm kind of like, wow, that's, that's wow. interesting, that can happen, wow. right? Now we've had three. Um, but I was kind of like, okay, this means that there are so many things that you could just fathom doing at some yeah, point. Yeah. And so that was something for me, but you know, and then, more personally, I think my motivation, as for many people, you know, my mother, um, she worked her tail off, had all these challenges, raised three kids by herself. Um, you know, her highest paid job until recently was like $32,000 a year, mm. but made sure her kids got an education, all of that. And I was always like, man, if she can persevere through stuff, yeah. then what am I complaining about? You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, I'd say mine, like you said, the easy ones, parents. Mm. Uh, I, I grew up with a great mom and dad and, and yeah. stepmom and and uh the very generous people and and uh and you know gave me everything that i needed mm. uh and so i, I mean they, they just kind of i i mean i owe everything to them so yeah. yeah what do you think have do you think your belief in something bigger than yourself has brought you this for or do you think maybe faith or what is one thing that you can account to say man this thing has been able to hold me do you think your belief because i believe that sometimes you have to believe in something greater than yourself or mm -hmm. your vision um, what do you think has your belief in your vision or your faith in something that has brought you guys this far? Uh, you know, I think just the belief in being good to people. I've, I, I'm a big act with integrity type person. We, what, no matter what religion or, or culture or yes. you know background you have, it's just you know I think I think if you're good to people, it'll it'll eventually come back. So yes. that's kind of how I try to live my life. Is just is just you know the whole karma aspect of it is 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 it all it all ends up coming around yes, some way yeah yes, yeah yes. yeah I just want to steal his answer uh, <laughs> no, because you know sometimes you know what's the commonality from when I lived in this town in central Kansas to yeah. being in this city in Kansas City Missouri to being in Ithaca New York it was that yeah whenever I was kind right um, you could build relationships with everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had the fortune of being mayor. I've taught in maximum security prisons. I've, yeah. I've dealt with a lot of different folks. Yeah. But if you just are like, you know, you just square on a normal basis with them, you're good, you're decent, um, things work out. I mean, yeah. sometimes what I lament about American politics is that that seems to be lost somewhat, yeah. um, particularly at the national level. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're just like remembering why we're here, why to be good to people, how it's good to work with others, yeah. then uh, it turns out it all works out. So like they say, really, everything you learned in kindergarten is like the guide for you. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
Awesome. Now we're gonna switch into this section because yes. I don't know if you guys have ever tried. I think you have tried Ruby Jean Juicery because I've seen you in Ruby Jeans with yes. pictures. But um, we have Ruby Jean Juicery here, which is a Kansas City known brand. Um, uh, the the founder and the CEO of the company is uh, Chris Good, who's yeah. also been on my show. He's a fun dude. We're mm -hmm. gonna have a taste and just see what you guys think about Does the juice. Does he have a sponsorship deal? Is this no, we, no, we, 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 we don't get a sponsorship deal. I just I just like his juice, and I'm trying to make him pay you for this. <laughs> Come on, there you go. I'm telling him that Chris Good, the mayor said so. So you reach out to me. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna um, take a dip, but I'm gonna be asking you a question while we're you know drinking. Um. I have one real quick. Okay, yeah, just yeah, give them. Yeah, and it's a more fun one. If you guys could tell us just two things that maybe not everybody knows you. about you. Oh boy, uh, I'll go one. Let's do one one. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. two will be tough. Jeez, um, I don't know. This, this like it'd be boring to be like I speak Spanish. Um, <laughs> Don't you hate it? People have those biofacts <laughs> yeah. that are like good for them. Like, <laughs> I'm very smart. Um, thing you won't know about me, like I, uh, man, this is actually tougher. You, you finally, you finally stumped me in a way. But uh, I will go with. I was. I could use kayaking. I went. I went skiing for the um, second time recently, and I am terrible at it. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a terrible answer, but I'll think <laughs> of something about it. Skiing. I mean, I'm bad at it. Uh, you know, I've always wanted to be a teacher, yeah. even going back way back when. I still think I may do it someday when this is all done, and I don't. I mean, that's about as creative as I can get. I think. Yeah. 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 What is uh? So I had a, a a more serious question. Yeah, we won't make you think about it. Well, anymore. no, no, no. I have. I mean, <laughs> now see, they, they you give me time, and they and they come together. <laughs> I um. I lived in. <laughs> worked on a campaign in St. Louis once, and uh, ended up living with uh, three guys. And then we met a dude at the bus stop who was homeless, and we invited him to live with us too. Oh, wow. And so, like every morning, me and this dude named Vince, who I didn't know, would uh, <laughs> just like we were, we were sleeping like this close to each other. I'm like, this is one hell of an experience. And so, you know, that's kind of interesting. And then, like, a, then a tornado hit town, and oh, we had God. no like air conditioning, and it was just an. Anyway, it's an awful summer in St. Louis, but I learned a lot about the world. <laughs> yeah. Sounds fantastic. Oh gosh, this would have been right after college for me. So oh, okay. yeah. right. back in the days, back in the days. Yeah, back in the days. We, we, we don't want to date it. <laughs> uh, do you guys think uh, Siri and uh, Alexa is oh, taking yeah, over the world? It's a very world? serious. It's question. a very serious. <laughs> you think they're taking over the world? No, they creep me out. <laughs> they, they do. Like we got them in the kid, the little ones in the kids' room. I won't let them in the middle oh. of the house or the kitchen. Yeah. I was just like, these things are listening to you. Yeah, uh, no, that's we shouldn't say that. We're right. gonna cut this out, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. Then like Siri's gonna track you down. Yeah, yeah. you said something yeah. about me. Um, it's weird how much everything has changed so quickly, but I guess that's a good yeah. thing about the world because. Um, you know, smart even smartphones aren't that old. Yeah. And um, now they become such a part of life. I mean, y'all probably or may not remember, but like I remember being a little kid when I used to actually go to the barber shop, and like you just had to sit there and be bored for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> you just waited. You didn't have. Yeah. It wasn't like fun. You know, like parents yeah. didn't hand you something. Go to lunch and just eat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. You. Yeah. Everybody would be at the restaurant talking to each other. Yeah. It's crazy. College, we had to like just walk out and speak to other people. We couldn't <laughs> yeah. text them. And, my, and the other thing that's changed a lot, 
You remember back when, like, when you made plans, right? Like, people just had to show up. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. text yeah. them, like, oh, yeah, I'm running 20 minutes later. Let's go here instead. Yeah. You were just like, you know, somebody didn't show up. You just sat there and waited. Yeah. You guys had, oh, I mean, if you're at the restaurant, I was about to say, you guys had house phones, et cetera. Like, yes, we had yeah. phones. But once you left the house, you're done. <laughs> right, you exactly. find a payphone somewhere <laughs> yeah. that you can maybe track right. somebody down. That's it. That's right. What is you guys' one word? What is one word you believe in? Um, being able to go through what you've been, uh, mm -hmm. being where you are today. What is one word you would say, this is what I believe in, and say, you know, why do you believe in that word? A little bit deeper question. Oh, man. <laughs> um, you know, gosh, in things like this, I, I could be like, resiliency, <laughs> courage. Um, no, like, uh, see, I'm not going to steal your thought because you were going to say kindness. I think, like, um, <laughs> I think like dedication. Yeah. Just whatever you do, always try to like work real hard to be the best you can at it. And that's mm -hmm. what your customers deserve, your clients deserve, the public. I mean, no matter what it is that you do, if you're if you're like I'll, I'll just you know, from the prison guards I've worked with to law professors to everybody under the sun, the ones that actually were just like, I'm gonna be good at my job, I'm gonna be good to people who were dedicated have been the best. I've tried to be that way. Wow. Yeah. I'd say integrity. It's one of the core values that we have at uh, air share is act with integrity and it's kind of the way we talk about it is do the right thing when nobody's watching yeah. uh, and so i think if you do that i think you know yeah. you're gonna end up all right Wow. Okay. Yeah. We've we it from the best of the best in Kansas City. Yeah. So uh, we should yeah. do it. Yeah. Bring Mr. Mahomes in sometime. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, yeah. you, you, you guys know Mahomes. Like, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. Right here. That's what I'm talking about right here. You guys Mahomes, you know, works for company. Yeah. You he's your best friend, yeah, yeah. so no. we're right here. <laughs> but um, we just want to say thank you guys so yes. much for coming oh, in. Yeah, just like just yeah. as like college and UMKC students, like this is it means a lot and this'll be going out to UMKC students as well. So just like getting to know you guys has definitely yeah. been a fun time. Yeah. I was very happy to do it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for coming on the show. I mean I, I would say where can they find you on the air, but like you search Mayor Quinter Lucas, it just he you pop up everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just And then try. Airshare as well, just like look that up. How can as they well? find you on, on yeah, the internet help. as well? Uh, like flyairshare.com. Airshare.com. Yeah. You just yeah. This is cool that like, we have people who can you can Google them and they just pop up. We know, know. if you Google it, no yeah, one, if you we, don't Google us, we don't show up. It makes our job easier. It makes our job easier. It took me forty three years. Yeah, it happens. It happens. And by the way, 43 will happen to you faster than you think. Uh, and right now you're sitting back like, no, 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 that is old. Beautiful world. Thank you guys for today. Yeah, thank um, you so much. Thank you for coming. Appreciate thank you for tuning in today. This is Fight Up KC, the show that brings all the leaders in Kansas City purpose and leadership. And it's been a wonderful conversation with you guys today. Um, thank you so much. Uh, we'll sign off for now. But, hey, make sure to tune in. Make sure to subscribe at Fight Up KC. And I'll see you guys next time. But for now, bye-bye. <laughs> This is Mayor Q. This is John Owen. And uh, follow Fired Up KC on Instagram, Twitter, Snap, TikTok, if you can do that. Fired Up KC.